M Hockey D1. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond, wherever you can suit your style. Central Oklahoma University. Go to ucohockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 National Champions as they look to add their championship banner to the refs. Spaghetti Shack, at the SpaghettiShack.com. University of Mary. Tickets and schedule information, visit us at GoYouMary.com. This every play earns you tickets, VIP experiences, to race barbecue, award-winning barbecue, from the Studios. It's a part of the Ice Time Hockey West Island. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy, Owenstein. All right, welcome in, hockey fans. Anybody that may be joining us tonight's Monday night, apologies if we are having some serious connection issues. Uh, start late. Just working on trying to uh, make sure that everything is up and running. But Strandy with you tonight. Uh, just Carlsbad, California, a mile to my left. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein, Long Island. Paul, how are you? Hopefully, you can hear me now. Um, well, I can hear you. Let's put it that way. Um, and I you obviously. You I'm not. No, I'm here. I'm just not on Long Island. I do not hear you. Um, I don't know. I'll try again. California. Hoping I get my co-host connected here. Maybe we will. Paul, can you hear me? What about now? Ah, uh, now I got you. Now I got you. I still got a ton of feedback for some reason. Not sure why, but anyway, can you hear me? Yeah, but I'm not on Long Island, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're in Albany tonight. <laughs> you left the estate. Um, well, usually the fact of the matter is um, the estate leaves me because there is none. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I don't know why I've got so much feedback, but uh, this is not uh, not what I was hoping for. But anyway, how are you? How are things? How was the trip to uh, Albany? And uh, how was the uh, the rainy weather? on Long Island, and in New York State. Well, thankfully, it stopped early this morning. Okay. You know, it was That's supposed to, it was, yeah, it was supposed to rain a lot more and for a lot longer, and thankfully, it did not. <laughs> well, I can tell you first and foremost, I've got a headache, and it's not from the weather. It's from uh, technical difficulties all over the place. So, anyway... Um, hopefully we get through an hour show because we got a lot to talk about again hopefully. tonight. There's there's new polls, there's uh, a Super 16, um, really? there's some clips that I had from an interview last week with uh, Jake Livanovich, 
and and we did that before the weekend series. So right. if he sounds a little more upbeat than he probably would be today, it's because <laughs> uh, that was done while they were the number one team in the country. This is true. They are no longer the number one team in the country. Yeah. In your poll, in any poll, in the pairwise, um, North Dakota had a rough weekend, and they got a battle back, and they will. I mean, they're, they they're resilient. They'll be back. Can't but get swept uh, at home. Congratulations again to Colorado College for what they did. That was a pretty impressive uh, performance. Yeah, again, you know, you went on the road, and you, you took uh, – you know, you, you basically you played perfect games. I mean, you played the perfect type of road game. You 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 uh, kept the other team for the most part um, to the outside. I mean, North Dakota did get their chances. I mean, you're not going to shut them down completely. Um, well, both games went to overtime, and like you said last night, it could have gone either way. Yeah, I mean, they could have, right? Um, you know, eventually the these games have to go. If you're in them long enough, have to go the way of CC. Um, you know, they 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 did. Um, and again, this is this is like how they did the, these two games for how they played towards the end of the season last year. You well, know, I saw something from uh, Brad Schlossman, the great writer from the Grand Forks Herald, who said that, that I think their last six meetings have been like this. It's just been insane the way these teams have played each other. Um, and and Coach Mayotte has told us multiple times that he likes bringing his team to Grand Forks. He likes the environment. He likes the building. Um, so it's no surprise that they would play North Dakota tough. Well, you know, as um, when, when we were growing up, you didn't really hear players say they liked going on the road. And maybe that was true at that point. Excuse me. But um, things seem to have changed. The yeah, I teams... mean, uh, when you look at, uh, at what these teams do against each other, um, it, it's pretty pretty amazing. But uh, well, I don't but know, my... you're, you're drifting in and out. I have you on mute now. Are you back? Yeah, my point is that... Um, <laughs> I'm glad that you have one. Teams... <laughs> true um teams like to go on the road now because they've taken the approach that our goal is to shut the other is to shut out shut the home crowd up and you know the 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 crazy crowds get the visiting teams riled up now too you know used to not really be that way i'm not going to sit here and say there's no you know, that home ice advantage doesn't exist. Of course it does. But yeah. Team's mental approach to playing on the road now is much different than it was 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, and um, my connection, again, is on and off. So I'm getting bits and pieces of what you're hearing. I don't know um, <laughs> how everything else is going out there in the world. Uh, I hear you fine. World, but... Um, anyway, so we'll, we'll continue to go on as, and do as best we can here, um, with the uh, cards we're dealt. Um, right. so I did have a chance to talk to Jake Livanovich, who, uh, right. grew up in Phoenix, um, stepbrother, Johnny Walker, uh, all right. Mr. Everything for ASU for five seasons. Um, right. Jake talked a little bit about that. He talked about, uh, you know, the people around him and how they, have supported him. So I'll just play a few clips. These are these are one-minute clips, and they're kind of raw, so bear with me. But this is Jake Livanovich, the uh, the freshman defenseman at the University of North Dakota. This one, I believe, he's talking a little bit about um, the support he's gotten around him uh, during his hockey career. Look back at, you know, coming up and playing for the Junior Coyotes and stuff like that, and um, just like the hours that, you know, my parents have put into me and, um, like, I feel like a lot of the success right now doesn't come without the teammates that I have as well. And then also, um, like my parents putting in as much time and money and 
um, how much they care about my success and my career and stuff. So um, it's it's kind of a tribute to the people behind the scenes that you know don't really get as much. I guess, so to say, publicity or whatever like that, but um, it's pretty cool to be able to share that experience with, with my family and uh, kind of look back at some of the memories that I've made and the sacrifices that they've made for me as well, and also to my teammates and everything, being able to, you know, kind of be, be with them and um, be with them. A little bit about uh, Jake and the, the importance of his family and teammates as he was growing up and got his way to uh, to North Dakota. No secret, Paul, uh, Johnny also had a big, and still does, have a big influence in Jake's life. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, uh, as far as I know, they talk regularly and, 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 and have for a while. Um, you know, uh, um, you know, and there, there, there is a, enough of an age difference where, you know, you can you can sit there and, and you can see, um, you know, that, 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 you know, it's not like my brother and I are two years apart. And, you know, we used to go at each other all the time. These guys are a good solid six, seven years apart. And, you know, uh, th- it does make a difference. I see it in my own family. Yep, I hear it. My, uh, so, I'm the youngest in my family. My brother is nine years um, older than yeah, me. Yeah, it makes so a difference. I get it. Yep, it really is. Okay, one more clip from Jake here. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know where this, where this is, so let's just play it, play it and uh, react to it. Something so to say when... Um know that guys are older and guys are going to be faster and guys are going to be stronger okay so you're you're in the league now you're you're one of the toughest conferences if not the toughest conference in college hockey and you're looking at uh, the opportunity to make this u.s team let's let's look forward you make the, let's just say you make this roster and you play what can you bring what can your style bring to team usa to help them win gold in sweden yeah i mean um i feel like uh, defensive side of the game, I feel like I'm very strong and I'm, I'm only growing right now and being, you know, kind of like you said, in one of the harder conferences in NCAA, um, you always you always have to be ready to play those defensive games and have a defensive battle and stuff. So um, I feel like that side of my game has, you know, it's always, in my opinion, been there, but I've obviously been growing it. That tells Jake talking a little bit about uh, what it's like or what he's hoping he can bring should he make the Team USA World Junior roster. Paul, your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, uh, when are they going to make these decisions? This is it's, it's ten days from the turn from the from at least the pre-tournament exhibition games. Well, <laughs> when are they going to make these decisions? Right? I mean, they, they have to they have to be doing that in the next three or four Very days. Very soon, no? Paul. <laughs> It, it, yeah, it's coming very, very soon. Uh, I think David Carl is having a, a media, a local Colorado media session tomorrow morning and then probably hopping on a plane um, to to get together with the guys and formulate. They've, they've got to be on the road, like you say, um, in the next week or so. So um, that, it's a trip to Sweden. It's not like going to Canada. No, and, you know, and, and again, right, you, you have – three or four guys on that roster that are not going. Now, I mean, the people that are smarter than us, in other words, just about everybody, um, you know, probably have an idea of, of, of the two or three guys that are not going to play. Like, uh, we don't know, but um, even though he's projected to be uh, a top one to three, and I mean first, second, or third pick overall in James Hagen. Uh, probably not going to be, be one of the guys that doesn't make this roster. Um, you know, I mean, so you've you've got 
a lot, uh, not a lot of decisions, but some decisions to make fast. Because when you get over there, you know, outside of playing the uh, the BC kids on one line, you know, you've got to get guys together to, to that 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 mesh properly. Right? Um, you know, maybe you'll play all the Minnesota guys on one line if if there are enough of them. There's more than there should be, but that's just me. Um, you know, personal biases out in front. Um, same thing with the defensive pairs, right? I mean, <sighs> there's not there's ten defensemen. They're not taking ten. Yeah, you know, they'll take all seven, three goalies. Seven. Right. And the same thing with the forwards. They'll take 13, maybe 14 out of the 16. I don't know what the, what that adds up to. Math is hard. <laughs> well, seven defensemen and three, 13 forwards is 20 players. Then you got your goaltenders. Right. So, um, now, like I said, the, the odds are that Of those numbers of the twenty nine, and let's just let's 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 just say twenty six, of the twenty six players, where the cuts are going to come from, because they're not coming from the goalies. No, no, they're not. Okay, they're coming so, from offense, and defense. So right. Like so I said they'll, they'll probably narrow it down to seven defensemen, would be my guess. And uh, seven I don't or eight. Know, yeah, I don't right. know. Either way. Yeah. Either way, you. You've got they've got to make quick decisions. Yes. And my yep. guess my guess is two of those decisions have probably already been made. Um they might wait to see who's a hundred percent healthy. Right. Um uh, before making the other one or two. And you know, again, the first pre pre tournament game is in, is in ten days. Yeah, it's it'll you, gotta, it, it, you know you you've got to get there, which is probably an all day trip, right? And by the time you kind of get settled, what do you'll have maybe a a a, a warm up skate on that first or second day just to kind of get your legs under you after being yep. on the plane and traveling. So you're yep. so you're talking less than a week to be ready for that first game. Yeah, totally agree and, with you. And, you know. It, it's interesting. No, Paul, Paul, it's interesting, though, with uh, Jake. I asked him what he could bring to the team, and he said defense first. He said, I'm a defensive defenseman. Um, let, let's see if I've got the right cut here next, because I talked about him and his ability to avoid getting hit. Let's see if this is the one or if it's one more coming down the hut pike here. Like that, and uh, he's obviously had a lot of success at the college level. And, um, this is about Johnny, I guess. I'm sure. Yeah. My career and being able to look up to Johnny and stuff like that, and um, you know, he's kind of always told me like, there's one thing that outlines everybody, and it's working hard and um, the dedication to the sport. And you know, you definitely see it at higher levels. Everybody is dedicated and. Everybody wants to get to the next level, and just being that one percent that can do it is, um, is you know, pretty special. And you know, being able to watch him do it is has kind of motivated me as, as well. And being able to watch him, and um, I obviously want to meet him up there at the pro level. So um, that's obviously a goal of mine. Just keep working. Your roster at North Dakota is filled with transfers and young guys. How are things coming together for you guys as a group right now? Um, he kind of had, uh, and again, I apologize. These clips got cut off, um, unfortunately. Yeah, that's but okay. that's a little bit of talking about what Johnny means to him and what uh, how he's helped him. And then we'll get uh, on to some more here. So, your thoughts on that? I know you know, and you kind of mentioned it already, Paul, how close the two are. Yeah, I mean, like I said, um, just from experience and 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 so forth and so on and. Um, you know, I, I, I do know that they're, they're very close. Um, and, 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 and I do know that, uh, 
you know, there is definitely the big brother, little brother relationship. It's like, I can pick on my brother. You can't. <laughs> exactly. Right. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm sure that sometimes the little brother doesn't always listen to big brother, even though, you know, that's just normal sibling stuff, even if they are right. high level hockey players. Yep. Right. Like I'm sure Zeev and, and, and shy, shy, you know, will uh, have their moments too, even though they're a little closer in age than Johnny and Jake. But I mean, true. You know, there's definitely the, you know, there's definitely that big brother, you know, I want to do the things that he's done. And, you know, that's not always good, but in this case it is. Um, we know how good Johnny was. Johnny is. You know, because even if you're playing in the East Coast League, that's pretty good. Yep. That is you a know, fact. <laughs> you know, it might not be the NHL, but well, even to play at that level. You're getting paid to play the game, Paul. All right, here's another one from Jake. Again, my apologies. I'm not sure where this is or what the question was, but here we go. Just play just play the clip. We'll worry about it afterwards. Um, seven incoming freshmen this year, and some people can say, you know, you can, they can kind of write you out or uh, not think that the year's going to go as good as, um, you know, some people expect. But honestly, for me, it's just the belief that we have in the locker room and how much everybody cares about each other. Um, you can't you can't beat the team that, you know, believes in each other and believes what we have in that locker room and that's what we have. Um, you know, the guys coming in, coaches have done such a great job teaching us very early and often, you know, all the systems that we wanna play in and stuff like that. So, um, I feel like everybody's kinda of pulling the rope right now and doing their job. So, um, it's it's kinda of gluing together really well right now. There you go. It's coming together really well right now, and that's the uh, University of North Dakota Fighting Hawks. And and listen, uh, you know, if you're in that suit, I mean, uh, North Dakota locker room, you know, I mean, you're not happy you lost two games this weekend, but it happens, right? This The sign of a championship team is how they bounce back from the tough weekend. Yeah. So Okay, so I also got a chance to ask Jake about uh, playing at Ralph Engelstead Arena, the Ralph. And uh, where? we'll play what? these Ralph for Engelstead? you. So you yeah, yeah. To hear these. Here we go. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, the coaches do a great job, um, you know, with us as individual players and getting field work in and, you know, um, growing our game as individuals as well as the team game. And, um, I feel like, in my opinion, you know, if every individual player on the team is getting better and, you know, growing as a player, the team's going to get better as well. And um, being able to do that with the guys in the locker room and, you know, every practice for us, we're going to battle. And, um, you know, you just want to play hard for the guy next to you because you know that you you pushing them is just going to make them better and you better as well. So... Um, being able to do that with the guys and um, I mean we obviously have a very skilled roster and stuff like that so um, being able to you know come to the rink and do that stuff with these guys is uh, pretty incredible that's just a little bit uh, of what Jake was talking about the players in that locker room we talked about it Paul Uh, incoming freshmen transfers how was it all going to come together so far so good Uh, yeah outside of one weekend I mean, they they are twelve five and one. It, let's not act like, um, you know, it's the sky's falling. Right. You know, they 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 they're five wins, five. Uh, how do you put five zero oh, and three, or five zero oh, zero oh, and three? I, I I don't know how you would write it down, but five wins in regulation. Uh, no overtime, no regulation losses, no overtime wins, but three overtime losses which is kind of an odd record. Yeah. yeah Except for Dartmouth. But, um, <laughs> they got everybody, uh, but he, you know, beat in the tie department. 
you know, they're just, there are some, you know, uh, it's just weird. I mean, you know, you just look at it. It's kind of weird to look at, but you know, they are 12, five and one and number five in the pair wise. So let's, you know, Paul, your thoughts on his, on Jake's comments about um, if each, he feels like if each individual player is getting better, that's going to make the team as a whole better. Well, you would think, I mean, there's logic to what, to, to that kind of, to that comment. Um, well, you know what I said earlier in the year? What he's, said, basically, basically what he's saying is everybody's got to pull their weight. Right. And you know what I said earlier uh, in the year? I said that there's a lot of guys on this roster that were stars where they transferred from uh, or stars on the team that they came from. I, I know that's everywhere. Um but not quite like what North Dakota has this year and giving guys to play roles and maybe play fewer minutes than they were in the past. And it seems right now, like everything's coming together. Well, it, it, winning helps. Winning helps yeah. everything. I believe you told me that at the beginning of the season, you said if they win, everything will be fine. Yeah. And uh, look at that. They're winning. Okay. Let's you play know, the last two 12, clips here. Okay. I'll play these back to back. These are about uh, dealing with the fans and uh, and playing at Ralph Engelstead Arena. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's pretty hard to put into words. Um, we're obviously so special in what the facilities we get, um, but um, you know the coach is giving us this opportunity and. Um, Ralph Engel said himself, being able to give, you know, us college athletes the opportunity to do that, play in front of 12,000 people and have the city of Grand Forks behind you and um, not only the city but the state of North Dakota as well. Um, this is a uh, hockey hotbed. They love hockey up here and um, that's kind of what you do on Friday, Saturday nights is you go to the Ralph and you watch, uh, watch North Dakota play. So uh, we're pretty special in that aspect that we get the facility that we get and um it's pretty hard to put into words you know when i came in here because i remember my first one and i won't forget it it's there's a lot uh paul about uh you heard him it's pretty hard to put into words a lot of people say that about ralph engel said arena here's one more clip and then i'll let you comment on it and i've played in it a couple times now and um there's really no words to describe it it's uh it's, it's very special and it's obviously an amazing place to play. It's a beautiful facility, so uh, we, get, we get very lucky here at North Dakota and kind of the way we get treated as well. Jay, continued success. Thanks for the time, and uh, best of luck making that USA roster. We'll be watching you. Perfect. Thank you so much. Absolutely. There you go. That's uh, Jake Livanovich. I've been working on that, Paul. You think I've got it down yeah. finally, living average? I, I I think so. I don't know. I I probably <laughs> I, I have to think about it myself. Um, <laughs> listen, I, I'm not gonna st- I'm not gonna sit here and because we know that it's an NHL building. One of one of two in college hockey. Nice. um um but this one happens to have about seven thousand more seats however that's true um you know and i I, you know and 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 one day i hope to get there it just won't be in january or december it might have to be on an opening weekend (laughs) you still might need your jacket and Stocking I man. might, I might, but the, <laughs> uh, the I'm I'm gonna play the odds that it won't snow that weekend. You know, okay. the first weekend in October, or even the second weekend. I, I in went October. I went there on the first weekend of October. It was cold. It was a cold wind. Uh, anyway. Well, yeah, I, it's still gonna be. I, and I'm and I I don't I I know obviously, he's played a bunch of years in the USHL, so he wasn't spending the last five years. Uh, in the valley, but I, that's still culture shock, man. That's that I don't care what anybody says, it's still culture shock. Um, the thing I think that he hit on really hard was, um, what you do in North Dakota 
in the wintertime in Grand Forks especially is you go to Fighting Sioux Hockey, Fighting Hawks hockey games. I mean, that's uh, that's what they do. That is their thing. Um, if you're about 65 miles south and you're in Fargo, North Dakota, you also go to some college football games. But um, in, in this case, this is about hockey and this entire state, the entire city of Grand Forks is behind this team. It's, it's uh, second to none, really. Well, you know, again, uh, even as somebody who didn't grow up um, with much knowledge of, of college hockey, I knew who the Blue Bloods were. Yep. Even, even they, uh, you know, they surface. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew who I knew about. I knew North Dakota had a team, and I knew BU and BC and Wisconsin and the two M schools. I uh, knew about those. Or actually, in this case, probably be the 3M schools because, you know, Michigan State. Um, Ooh, the I knew 3Ms. About those guys. I like it. That, that's a company you know. in Minnesota, you know, right? 3M. Uh, yeah, who cares? Um, <laughs> you know, uh, so, I mean, I knew about those just as a hockey fan. So, okay. you know, I, Good. I, I get I'm that. I'm glad you did. Well, I'm sure they did too. And my boy Rico. <laughs> all right, let's do this. Let's uh, since we're stumbling around all night, uh, like we're stumbling. Lost. I'm not stumbling around. You are. <laughs> let's uh, let's take a quick break. Let's come back and let's talk about the polls and that all important Super 16. Because I got to tell you, I got more beef with you. But anyway, we'll we'll do that in just a minute. That's not news. It's time to drop the puck on the nation's best college hockey conference. We bring you closer to the action all season long with access to exclusive on-demand content and more than 140 live games. Catch every big goal and clutch save when you can't be there. We have you covered here. Stream on your phone, computer, or straight to your TV and don't miss a moment from your favorite team. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. talk about the best of Las Vegas, you're talking about the best of the best. So when you're at Jesse Ray's Barbecue and you're a three-time winner of the Best of Las Vegas Award, it speaks for itself. At 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, come and savor our People's Choice Award-winning barbecue ribs. Or maybe just come in and pick up a bottle of our best in Las Vegas barbecue sauce to take home. Open seven days a week. You can order online at jessieraysbarbecue.com. And for an occasion that will be remembered for a long time, call us for all of your catering projects at Jesse Ray's Barbecue today. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegers. And they score on the lacrosse stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness, Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs the classic Italian comfort food to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. From the nchc.tv studios, this is ITHSW Podcasts, College Hockey, Coast to Coast. Indeed it is, College Hockey, Coast to Coast. Scott Strandy with you tonight. 
from Carlsbad, California. My co-host, as always, not in the palatial estate tonight. He's ventured out, folks. He's in a hotel in Albany, New York, not for hockey, uh, for family. But, Paul, right. um, okay, so we get through the first part. Right, wait, oh, first of now. all, for, wait, 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 wait. First of all, what you telling me that I ventured out. Oh, what a state. I, I don't, <laughs> this is, there's nothing to venture out of. <laughs> but I am up here in RPI slash union territory. Ah, uh, nice. Home of the the alma mater of one Chris Mayot. Ah, you're pushing Chris a little Union bit. College. Pushing his buttons. Putting his buttons. Wow. Oh, we'll let him listen, know. We'll let him know. Tomorrow. Listen, at talk least Colorado I'm not waving college. the pom poms like you do. We're going to talk Colorado College Tiger hockey tomorrow night. No, Jesus. Stop that. I it's embarrassing. It's either going to be Peter Menino or Coach Chris Mayot himself. We will uh, we'll see who's available. I think Coach has got his coach's show, so uh, it'll probably be the one and only yeah, Peter Menino. But, um, Nothing wrong we'll, with Swaggy we'll P. <laughs> oh, I bet he's just waiting to hear you call him that. Oh, um, yeah, baby. Let's go. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the polls are out, um, right. as well as the only poll that really matters, which is the Paul Hornstein um Super 16. We're going to get to that in a minute, but let's go right. through this USC, USCHO Division One poll. Um, I'll read them off okay. to you. We'll do it in uh, groups of five, and then you tell me uh, if they got if got the voters got it right or not. They have Boston College 13 3 and 1, Boston University 11 4 and 1, Quinnipiac 12 4 and 1, North Dakota 12 5 and 1, and Denver. 12, 5, and 1 as their top five. Paul, have they got it right? Yeah, it makes sense. What? I said it makes sense. Okay. So, in other words, they've uh, I mean, got it again, right. I, I mean, you know, you're asking. I give my opinion. Well, I already gave you my opinion. You just decided <laughs> not to, to spread it out yet. But that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> we'll get to it in just a minute. Okay, okay, so six through ten, Wisconsin fourteen four and zero. Everybody that said Wisconsin was going to struggle this year, forget it. I told you from the beginning they were not going to struggle. They were going to be a very good hockey team with Mike Hastings in control. And like I say, I believe the best three coaches uh, on one bench in all of college hockey. Um, Michigan State twelve four and two at seven. I think they're the. I know you like Trey Augustine and. And the way they play, I but I think that's still a little bit of a surprise that they are where they at at this early in the year. And I know it's not uh, well, early, but still, twelve okay. four. Uh, well, that's a pretty good mark. Surprise? Maybe a surprise that they're as high as they are. I don't think. Well, they are playing in, in the best team. conference in all of hockey, the Big well, Ten. Well, history, hockey history. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Wisconsin, oh, Minnesota, Penn State, Michigan. Duh. I mean, uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll get back to that in a minute. Eight comes in. At, uh, number eight is Maine. Number nine is the aforementioned University of Minnesota Golden Gophers. And number 10 is Providence. Uh, and Providence, 9-5-2. and two, Minnesota, 9-5-4. And Maine, 10-3-1. and one. Paul, have they got six through ten correct? Why not? I mean, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> You're not about controversy tonight or what? Well, again, uh, there's, I, I don't have it that way. So uh, since my opinion <laughs> okay. is the only one that counts. <laughs> and that is a fact, my friend. All right, here we go. 11 through 15. UMass eleven four and one, Western eleven four and one, Arizona State eleven three and four at number thirteen, St. Cloud fourteen at nine five two, and number fifteen is Michigan eight seven and three. Apparently, if you're Michigan, you can be one game over five hundred and be well into the tournament. Well, it's like the other maroon and gold team, right? I mean, they're not exactly, you know. Lighten it up. Well, to be honest with you, I think 
9 and 10, Minnesota and Providence, should be down at 14 and 15, to be honest with you. I think you need to slide um, UMass, Western, and Arizona State up two spots each. Okay. And again, I, I mean, they're, they're, this is so close because I'm looking at double-digit wins because somebody told me once, you play to win the game. Okay, you so do if that. You play to win to the game. Up. I'm I'm going to I'm going to have I'm going to have to cut you off next time you nine, 9 wins is fewer than 11. So, how does Minnesota and Providence end up ahead of UMass, Western and Arizona State who all have two more wins? And if they have two more wins, that also means they have fewer losses. So, well, we said before, math is hard. Yeah, apparently it is. And the voters yeah. are struggling. Okay, so let's do yeah. the uh, the final five. Uh, Sixteen is New Hampshire, eight four and one. Still haven't played enough games for me. Uh, Cornell six four and one. They definitely have not played enough games. Uh, RIT no. eleven five and zero, oh, and they're hanging it at eighteen. Come on, folks, you got to move them up a little bit. Uh, Penn State nine seven and three holds down number nineteen. And guess who comes in at number twenty? Nine six and one. The Colorado College Tigers. Uh, I'm just not even going to acknowledge you if you keep doing that. <laughs> but acknowledge Colorado College. They have earned uh, a spot. First of all, earlier in the year. 12 years. Uh, okay, earlier in the year I had them in the 16. I know. So I have acknowledged Colorado College. Okay. All right, that's cool. I I'm cool with that. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so let's not even mess around because let's let's do some comparison stuff. Let's go to Paul Hornstein and the one and only Super Sixteen. Here we go. I don't need to do these records again because you already have them, folks. But um, he's got Boston College, Boston University, Quinnipiac, Michigan State, and Wisconsin. As the top five teams in the country, he's bumped down the two NCHC schools in Denver and uh, North Dakota has them six and seven. Um, Paul, your thoughts on how you came up with those top five and how are they so deserving? You know, I mean, again, uh, Michigan State is. You, know, you just like Trey Augustine. Just stop it. You know that. Well, no, but the point is, you know, the the difference between, the, say, North Dakota and Denver, and uh, and and the other teams in that group of seven there, is those five teams started in the top ten. And they're obviously having successful seasons, so it's hard to move them around, at least in pe other people's ballots. Um, whereas Wisconsin and Michigan State had to earn it on the ice. Well, they, they have. get the benefit I, of the doubt no, to start the season. I, I've got no argument with that. The argument starts in after number seven. We said Denver at six, North Dakota at seven, Providence at eight. New Hampshire at 9, Michigan at 10. Paul Hornstein, have you lost your mind? Providence, New Hampshire, else to, and I, Michigan uh, are ahead of UMass, Western, and Arizona State. What do these teams have to do? They just keep winning hockey games, and you keep pushing them down and going with the feel-good stories in New Hampshire and the, the almighty draft pick roster of Michigan. And um, your love affair with Nate Lehman um, in Providence. What do right. the teams have to do to have 11 wins and are hanging down to the bottom of the Super 16? Uh, keep winning. Don't say win because they already proved I you just that. Did. Well, no, you got to keep winning. <laughs> but the other teams don't? Again. The nine and eight win teams, they're okay? Listen, I, I at this point, there's no question that I sit there and I'm like, all right, what do I do here? What do I do here? What do I do here? And and then I sit there and I'm like, all right, but I know this team is better than these guys. And, you know, um, again, 
six, you know, you got to weigh the good with the bad because I've had RIT near the 16 for the last few weeks, way ahead of everybody else. Again, I don't think Penn State's that good. Um, I like, you know, Cornell has a rep. Of course, they only played 11 games. So, again, not enough games. And I don't know what to do with, with St. Cloud and Western Michigan. All they do is keep winning. I don't, I don't, I don't want to put them there. Well, when I watch them, I got, I got to go back to this New Hampshire one coming in where you have that number nine. Um, I, I know what the record is. It's eight, four and one, but right. that's eight wins. That's not 11 wins for right. starters. And they played out East. I know they've beaten some teams, but they've also been beaten matters. by some teams. And first, first of all, are you trying to tell me that if there was a matchup right now between New Hampshire and UMass, that UMass would not win? Because I'm telling you, you're um, wrong. I mean, we'll eventually find out at the end of February. Uh, are you telling me that if New Hampshire and Western played today, that Western would come out on the losing end? Because I'm telling you, you're wrong. Uh, I, 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 you, you again. Uh, I, 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 Western keeps proving me wrong, so I might as well continue. Because let's go. You know, New Hampshire's beaten BU, split with Quinnipiac. Okay. Uh, beat Dartmouth when nobody else can. I mean, Dartmouth doesn't win, but they're not losing. Um, they did not. They they didn't get a, they they got an overtime loss and a, and a, two losses at Providence. Um, split at RIT. You know, I mean, so they have some good quality wins. Okay, uh, again, so I'd like to see him play a few more games. Your 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 bottom list then would include. Um, let me see where we're at. We were at the Gophers at eleven, UMass at twelve, Saint Cloud at thirteen. Western Michigan at 14, Maine at 15, and Arizona State 16. Are you just trying to not be biased here? Or do you really think that Arizona State is not as good a team as New Hampshire? Because we know they play Providence really tough, and they split with them at home. So I get it. Is is there part of me that probably looks at it that way? Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, it's subconscious. That's the right way to look at it. Okay, but they haven't been consistent. They haven't no, been I'm as consistent as you. you would think to earn. I mean, I'm glad to see that the quote-unquote outside people that don't follow the team as much as I do has, at least in terms of voting in the polls, uh giving them some respect. And even though they haven't had the greatest of last couple of weeks in terms of wins, losses, they're still uh, 12 to 13, 14 in the country. Um, to me, that's a sign that they've garnered some respect, at least amongst, you know, at least amongst the people that vote in these polls. Yep. Getting there. So that's good. No doubt about that. You know, um, and you know, and we'll see what happens next year. Well, and one of the things there's not many games on the docket this weekend, but uh, a pair of really big games uh, in in the world of independent hockey is Arizona State, the independent, traveling to Robert Morris. We tried to get Derek Schooley on. We uh, unfortunately could not get him on tonight, um, but. His program rebounding, we know how close him and Coach Powers are. Um, I think this is going to be a much closer game weekend series. How about that? A much closer weekend series than people give it credit for. Oh, I, I would not be surprised at that. I'm sure there will be kind of an emotional uh, thing going on. Uh, by the way, it's a Saturday-Sunday series. Yeah. For those that. Different. You know, it's a Saturday-Sunday series. So, 
Um, while there are not a the lot of Paul games. Hornsby, you like that, don't you? Uh, sure, why not? Um, you know. And it's East Coast time. And it's East Coast time. Yeah, that's that's that good. Um, yes, it does. <laughs> you know, Minnesota State is playing actually up here where I am right now anyway. Uh, playing at RPI. That will be our a friends good series. At yeah. Our friends at Augustana heading up to Fairbanks to play the Nanooks. Who, as I heard, uh, you know, uh, Eric Largan say that uh, somebody asked him about his schedule for next year. And, you know, he did say that obviously because ASU joined the NCHC that uh, they would not be on their schedule. But, you know, they'll work, they'll work on getting that redone. Um, so that'll be an interesting, a couple of interesting matchups. Uh, AIC. Uh, has a, a conference series with Canisius, much further north from here at Buffalo. Uh, um, when do you want to go to Buffalo? Have you ever? That's n- uh, that's just not happening. Oh, Certainly okay. not now. Just, just checking because you're you're not that far. Albany to Buffalo, it's not that far. Again, we're 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 talking about places as you like to do that I will not visit past the end of October. <laughs> Vermont, I made the, the I made Catamounts. That trip. Uh, Paul, I made that trip in, in September, as you know, because uh, I'm That's smarter when you than should that. make it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vermont uh, at Northwell to play LIU. That would be fun. Good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, RPI playing Minnesota State this weekend. Yeah. I think you already mentioned so, that, but it's yeah. so good. We'll do it twice. Yeah, why not? And then, like I said, uh, so. Uh, Vermont and LIU is also Saturday, Sunday. So, okay, so um, USCHO has announced that they won't have another poll out until January second. Did they? Where did they? I didn't see that, but okay, that's good. I'm sure that you so, won't let me do that, but no. Well, because no, first definitely. of all, well, what if, what what if I going to possibly change? Well, we'll see what the Sun Devils uh, do. They're either well, that would be, be it, right? Either, either, either in your sixteen or not up, up in your sixteen or out of your sixteen. One of the Correct. two. Right. So I'm sure that makes our executive producer very happy because it means you won't have to change much. <laughs> yeah, she she's giving you a New York salute at the moment. Well, I'm sure she is. I'm surprised she didn't do it more. <laughs> um, I mean. You know, and 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 the week after that, there's no games because it's Christmas right. weekend. Yeah. Oh, what, so what, we, what, we what won't. We... You won't have one that week. The week of Christmas, Thankfully. you can take the week off. Thanks, you're a sport. <laughs> Everybody lives for that. They all want to see the real top sixteen in college hockey. You know, and then. Um... You know, then uh, they get into the Christmas week or Christmas break tournaments. Again, they don't yep. have as many as they used to. Um, but there's some good ones. The ones that are out but, there, Paul, there are some good ones. Well, uh, our, our our friends up there at Fairbanks, um, I know one of our listeners, our, our listener Amanda, she's going to go to that Great Lakes things. Maybe she'll set, she'll post some pictures for us. That would be very nice. Um, the Great Lakes Invitational. Yes. Uh, in Grand Rapids. So when did Fairbanks fit into the Great Lakes? Um, they have a lot of lakes up there, don't they? Okay. Well, just checking. I didn't know. Oh, uh, and listen, I mean, these, these other good Michigan schools. Good, for, Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Good for the people that run that tournament to, to, to bring in some new blood and tell some of the other Michigan teams to where they could go. Um. <laughs> You have the holiday face-off tournament in Milwaukee. The Fiserv. Uh, with, uh, yeah, it used to be the Cole Center, right? For the, for the former senator. Um, you know, your Bulldogs are playing Northeastern. That's a nice mix. Um, that would be good. And 
our buddy the Czar and his Air Force Falcons will be playing the home team in Wisconsin. Yeah, so. they couldn't wait for that either. Luke Rowe told me he was looking forward to that I'm nearly sure as is. much as he would have been looking forward to playing in Vegas next year. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, and, Luke and there are gone, some, by the way, but yeah, I know, but. You know, and there are some non-conference games that 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 weekend as well that are not tournaments. Um, uh, what about the have... trip up up where Herb coached? I'm getting to that. Okay. Um, you do have the Adirondack tournament. Uh, Cornell will play UMass, and which will be ASU played where? Play in the Herb Brooks Arena. The nineteen eighty. The 1980-rank Herb Brooks Arena, uh, Cornell and UMass, ASU and Clarkson. I think they call it the Herbie. <sighs> no? No. Okay. And then um, the Ledyard Bank Classic Maine playing RIT. That would be a big game for RIT's pairwise. And then yep. Lake Superior against teams. Super 16. Yeah, well, yeah. And then uh, the home team, uh, the team of ties, Dartmouth, will play Lake Superior. So, I'm predicting a tie. Well, it's a tournament, so somebody has to win. Okay. Uh, anyway. It might go down as a tie in the pairwise. Right. It might go down to a shootout. Ugh. But. <laughs> okay. You know. Cool. And then the first week of January, um, there's a tournament in Tempe, Arizona here. Uh, we're going to go that far ahead? I'm just trying to get Why to not? December. I don't know. Let's uh, I don't just know. Take, I don't know how many you. more tournaments there are. So let's well, get no, that, that would be the. I'm pretty sure that's the last one. I believe it is. And I don't think there are any more that weekend. No. No. Okay. There are not. So that's anyway, the only one. That's, Everybody that's else kind of gets back classic. into Omaha makes the trip. Arizona State, of course, there. Harvard there. Who we miss? Um, yeah, I believe. I think ASU's playing Lowell, and Harvard is playing Omaha. That is correct. That is correct. Um, so before we go, I, I do want to touch a little bit, because I said David Carl is meeting the local media. If I were in Colorado, which I am not, uh, I would have a chance to visit with him about um, taking over the reins of Team USA for the World Juniors, as we talked about in the beginning, um, coming up very, very soon. Uh, just some comments from you, Paul, before David comments on things himself. What does he have to do to bring home gold uh, for Team USA? Because he said it. He told us uh, early in the year that um, Team USA hasn't fared well in Sweden in really any uh, international competition in a long time. Well, it's what funny I because I saw it. I saw a segment uh, on, on I, I guess, I know it was NHL Network, obviously, but I think it was a Canadian broadcast of something um, that basically said the U.S. is going to be a heavy favorite this year. That, quote, Canada for Canada is down. But you're going to go play the, the, the Scandinavian teams up there in Sweden and Finland and, and, and you know, def, definitely be a home ice advantage for Team Sweden. Um, we, we know that. I'm not the, worried. The physical... Well, I'm not worried about the Scandinavian team. You know what team I'm worried about? The Slovakia. It's always Team Canada. Well. No, it's Slovakia. Yeah, I, I mean, I could definitely see where you would think that. I mean. God knows they've 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 uh, given people enough trouble over time. They're in the same group this year, mm -hmm. so. Um, so know, so David Carl we played Norway. He's got to pair the roster, and then he's got to get them on board in right. Sweden, and right. come out flying because I don't think that they can start slow. I think they have to start fast, and I have to think. I think they have to stay fast all the way through. When you look on paper, this roster is pretty darn good, no matter who makes that final roster. 
there's right. uh there's some pretty good players on that US team. Oh, listen, we, it's uh, the, the the roster itself. <laughs> so, I mean, if you just look at the roster again, we talked about it. Uh you know, the top two goalies drafted by the NHL, right? Uh, Zeev Bulliam, as we go to the defenseman, uh, one of two players, along with Jake Levinovich, uh, that are draft eligible this year. I'm sorry, so is um, um, Patrick Geary out of Michigan State. I don't, you know, I guess that might come down to a left-right thing um, and how they pair those up. Uh, when you get to the, the forwards, everybody's been drafted except for James Hagan, who's not eligible for not even the 2024 draft. They're not, he's not <laughs> eligible till 2025. He's a little young. A little young yeah. Um, I do like the fact that there's a couple of Islander draft picks on here. And what, where is he from? James, James Hagan's. Um, he's from uh, Hop Hog. Oh. How that far would be is here that on Long Island. Estate? Well, that would be on Long Island, yeah. What? How far from the estate? What estate? 10-15 minute drive? What estate? Okay. Does it, does the uh, the limo take you by it at least when you're what moving limo? around the island? What limo? I'm not, I I'm not the, I'm not the one added to the two of us at one of those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just checking. Uh, so anyway, David Carr will meet the media tomorrow. I don't know if I'll get a chance to visit with him via the phone. If I do, we'll play the clips tomorrow night for sure. Um, okay. But like I said, tomorrow night we'll also talk with the Colorado College Tigers because they did something really special. Uh, please don't do that. I'm and have they turned the corner or not? That is a question we will find out hopefully um, very soon because when they get to Minnesota – as we talked about, they're going to play a Monday or Sunday Monday series against the Gophers, and then they're going to go Friday Saturday at UMD. That, my friends, well, is a brutal trip. We're going to find we're going to find out very very fast. You come out of that very one fast. three and one, you're golden. You are golden. Oh, That's three, three and one. They, they sign up for that right yeah. now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I know you'd sign up for it, but I think uh, Coach Mayotte and Coach Menino and Coach Lidget would uh, would like to see a 4-0. I think they're greedy. Uh, listen, you're, you're going to win four games like that on the road? I think they're That's greedy. Hard. I think they want to be greedy. Well, of course you want to be greedy, but let's be realistic, too. Well, I, you know, in all fairness, I texted Peter Menino after night one. I said, hey, congratulations on the win. Go get a sweep. And he goes, one down, one to go. That's okay, pretty confident. Well, yeah. Talk to me <laughs> after the – well, talk to me after January 12th when they played the first three games of that four games. Then then we could talk. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway. All right. You got anything else before we wrap up tonight? No. I'm good. Other right, than well, – by the way, just hanging with us because uh, the in and outs of uh, technology were definitely in and out the first 15, 20 minutes at least. Yeah. By the way, the the apparently this is the first time ever that BU and BC have been ranked one two. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't. Which not is know kind that. of weird. I didn't either. I yeah. mean, I I haven't confirmed that. It's I'm somebody told me that so. Okay. Um, I, got, be I, right. got one, I got one more thing to say. Um, I want a prediction. I don't, okay, I don't want a prediction. I just want to know, in your mind, how important is this weekend for Arizona State hockey? Uh, the season's on the line. Okay. Okay. It is on the line. I believe you are correct. Take it away, my friend. From the NCHC.TV studios, this has been College Hockey Coast to Coast, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By Behind the Mask, BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our three Valley locations and more. Liberty University, strengthen your faith and your game at the premier ACHAM1 program on the East Coast at liberty.edu. The Caesar Sportsbook app. Proud partner of the NHL. 
College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly, with two locations in Tempe and one in Pine Top. Lunch, dinner, or your next catered event at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. And by FedEx, deliveries made easy no matter where you are, the official delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. College Hockey Coast to Coast and all the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app or for download on your favorite podcast platform by searching and subscribing at ITHSW Podcasts. That's all one word, ITHSW Podcasts. If you like what you hear, tell a friend or leave a positive review. College Hockey Coast to Coast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will ask everybody to join us again tomorrow night. Hopefully, we'll have a solid connection start to finish for College Hockey West Weekly, the magazine show. It's where it all started. We are scheduled to have uh, one of the coaches from uh, Colorado College, the home of the Tigers, on tomorrow night with us. Okay, we'll say goodnight. Little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. Hello, New Day. Good night, everybody. Good night.